Seriously. <laughs> Today I have a brawn, so we are in the clear. <laughs> well, with that being said, welcome to the Beauty Beast Podcast. I'm Demi. And I'm Melissa. (laughs) Today we're going to jump right into getting to know each other. Yes. So tell me all about yourself, Melissa. Oh, yeah. So I have been in the beauty industry for about nine years. I came over from the education industry or field. That's not an industry. It should be. I mean, talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I was a teacher. Yeah. I was a teacher for 11 years. Um, As far back as I can remember, for some reason, I wanted to teach eighth grade American history and went to school, got my degree, got certified, got my dream job, and I was super happy. I taught for 11 years and at some point I knew I wanted to go back to school. So the natural segue was to get a master's. And I started looking at different programs to get a master's in education. They were, in short, a waste of time and money. Like, I didn't want to go into administration to be a principal or an AP. I didn't want to go into guidance and counseling because essentially they're just test administrators now. So I was talking on the phone with my mother one day while I was getting a pedicure and she blurted out, why don't you go to school for nails? You like getting your nails done. And like every true daughter, I was like, that is the most stupid idea that you have ever had. Good old Linda (laughs) coming in hot. Linda, I love my mom. Right? (laughs) So then I researched it and, you know, the beauty industry is a great industry. It's pretty much recession proof. It's a billion dollar dollar industry we all know that so I went to nail school and for a long time nails were my side hustle and because we all know that teachers are paid shit you pretty much here in South Florida have to have a second job in order to maintain a lifestyle so that was my second job with job was doing nails um during that time I met my husband I got married And after we got married, he was like, you're super stressed out at school. Why are you still teaching? You're not happy. Like, you don't have to work two jobs. And my gut instinct was, well, I'm not going to stop doing nails. Like, that was crazy. And he's like, okay, so stop teaching. I mean, when you said your dream was to teach eighth graders, like... Me and Juju's one year of having an eighth grader almost broke us. So, girl, I'll give you credit. Yeah, See, I can't do little kids, though. Little kids for eight hours a day? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, all of it, I give you credit. I, yeah. I collect animals for a reason. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so when Evan, my husband, was like, quit teaching, I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Yeah, well, that was, like, what you had worked towards for so long. It's like, and not only that, but we're newly married. mm -hmm. That's my steady income, 401k. I had a pension. All the adulting things. Summers off, spring breaks, all of that. And he was like, do it. He's like, I got the bills covered, which I know, like, not everyone has that fortunate like opportunity so it took me a couple of months and I was like okay like I'm gonna do this so I took a leave of absence from teaching and 
I gave myself a one-year goal. I was like, if I cannot build a full, like a fully booked clientele in one year, I'm going to go back to teaching. So he did not set that goal. I set that goal because I am who I am. Like I have to be like an equal yeah. contributor and everything like right. that. So yeah. So that was how I got into the beauty industry. You know, I worked at one, two, three different salons before I went independent and opened my own studio suite. And from there, which is where we reunited, which is where we reunited, we but we'll get into that. We rekindled our flame. Yes, but yeah. we will get into that soon. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about our twisted love story, right? For real. <laughs> and here I am, like I think six years doing it full time, and I've never been happier. Can't imagine going back. Oh no! I hear my teacher clients now talking about like everything that they go to go through, and I'm just like, oh, I know. Every night, I'm like, I am so glad I am not a teacher anymore. Yeah, it's like a part of your story, but it wasn't the ending of your story. No, it was and a I, good stepping stone. It was, and I still do have a passion for education. It's you know, I love learning like new things. Yeah, and I love helping other people and everything like that. And I think that that's you know what makes the beauty industry specifically for me in nails so awesome is like that there's just a community of people who are looking to share and ask and help each other like right I now have friends from like all over the country and world through social media that I never would have had before which I think is amazing well that's why I think it's so cool that you're talking about heading into the education Mm -hmm. aspect of the industry a little bit more this year because I think it's going to be such a cool bridging of your two stories kind of coming together to create one I know I'm very excited for that so exciting so let's hear all about you Demi all right well I didn't have my life as together let's start with that (laughs) but (laughs) I moved out um at 18 a month after my graduation and then um, for a few months I rented from my stepsister and her husband so it was like a stepping stone into going out on my own Um, and during that time like we had kind of thrown out the idea of beauty school and I was planning on taking a year off um, and claiming residency to like go to a university here in Florida And um, during that year, then the idea of beauty school kept coming up and I had gone to one, toured it and was like, oh, my God, this is it. But then I couldn't qualify for the funding. So I took a little more time. I was working a few restaurant jobs, um, you know, got my first like real big girl apartment. Oh, yeah. Um, And then... I went to Aveda and I was able to get the financial aid I needed. So I finally was able to go to school. And 13 months later, I was working in one of the busiest salons in Broward County. Um, And I worked my way up from like assisting and working the front desk. And then I started behind the chair on my own, juggling, you know, multiple jobs to just Mm -hmm. make ends meet. But it was worth it. And I always joke that I felt like I had more of a social life back then um, because I still managed to go out, you know, being 21 <laughs> priorities. But um, I never missed a day of work despite that unless it was a true ailment. So I'm pretty proud about that. Um, but 
then through that time, I got really lucky because social media was just kind of booming. And so I really captured Instagram and Facebook and used those as tools. And that really propelled my career forward a little bit faster. And I have to credit social media a lot for that. Oh, yeah. We'll um, get into that in future yeah, episodes. For sure. For sure. Um, and so that gave me the ability to grow to become one of the top bookers at the salon and then I just kind of was like is this it like I'm gonna be 25 and a top booker and then is that gonna be my career like I was struggling to say like I've hit my you know peak so then that's when we ripped the band-aid off and said let's go independent and we opened our own suite um I say we because my husband Julian was like you know the MVP with that um I, husbands. Yeah, he was all about it. Yeah, he was all about me going independent. I mean, I sprinkled in a lawsuit along the way, so I don't know <laughs> if that was... Uh, maybe, let me add in, it was more like a shower than a sprinkle because <laughs> it was also the week before my wedding, <laughs> our wedding, that I ended up getting served the official suit. Um, so, you know, got to love a little stress along the way, but... Um, And that's something that I'm sure we'll jump into more in in future times. But we kind of fought for my independence because I'm someone that did sign a non-compete. So I learned a lot of lessons along these nine years of building to get to where we are. And um, then COVID came. We were in the suites and we were already talking about building out the salon to be a co-working space. And, you know, you and I were talking Mm -hmm. every time we were doing, you know, hair and nails for each other and... When we shut down, um, we had just signed our lease for the space to build out. So we did the build out through the pandemic, um, which was a little hairy scary. And then we got the call a week before our studio was to reopen because the salon wasn't ready to go just yet. And we found out that um, Julian got laid off of his full time job. Oh, that had to be so scary. It was pretty terrifying. I mean, we both boohoo cried for a minute. Um, then we had to come here and meet somebody. So I think, you know, things happen when you least expect it. And I always say being pushed to be uncomfortable is when you flourish and thrive because mm-hmm. that is when you click into survival mode. So, right. like, you don't have time to contemplate. It's either we need to make this work or that's it. And so that helped Julian transition with me into being fully independent too. So we work together now. We own the salon. Um, That is where we work together, of course, (laughs) Uh, which we do label a co-working space. And the other thing is it's a booth rental, but we're really, really supportive of wanting each person to have their own business, not because we want to be lazy and hands off, but because we really believe that each person that's providing a service in this industry is truthfully, you know, within their right to have full ownership of it. And that's one of our greatest things that we see every day is seeing everybody be able to be independent and feel comfortable here. Um, And then with that being said, my husband gave me an absolute heart attack and said, we should buy a cabin like three months after he got laid (laughs) off and we survived the build out of this salon. And I looked at him, our friends that we then invested with, you know, we're in town Mm -hmm. and I was serving up that dinner to everybody. And I looked at him like this motherfucker has to be crazy. (laughs) And I'm so happy he was crazy because again, we got pushed into an uncomfortable place 
Um, so then we acquired the branch house, which is our cabin that we um, do short-term rental on. And we also make hats. That was yep. um, something that actually kind of was born right before COVID and then through the peak of COVID. I was, personally own four. Yes, I love <laughs> it. Um, we started making customized hats. We did a small little capsule collection January of 2022, and it sold out like super quick. And we realized like, oh, this is a thing people are really going to be into. And moving forward, I mean where it's at now we have a lot of goals this year coming up but again it was just another thing that happened and i felt like covid was a big growing phase for us for sure right Um, and i think it made a lot of beauty industry people realize that if their sole income is behind the chair god forbid this happens again right what are you gonna do yeah and i saw so many people click into like different versions of it for sure like you saw people really focus on their social media presence which was really great right maybe they i mean a lot of brands came out that you could work with as an affiliate which was really amazing through that time a lot of nail artists were doing press-ons and everything like that so it was Yeah. yeah yeah and i think that's what i I have to say, like, it was a crazy time, but it kind of pushed all of us in different directions of, like, of uncomfortable growth that we all probably needed to do. Yes. Um, So then we come full circle and now we're here us i know right (laughs) it's kind of a tumultuous relationship not really there was no tumult no that was the wrong word because we worked at we'll just say the salon the salon the salon yes um that's how we first met i remember you did my first like crazy colored hair I was doing your nails. Uh Uh-huh. And you switched me off of those crazy, long acrylics that I used to have that were just, it was a moment (laughs) that, you know, it was good for a while, but it was time. I think I caught you at the end of your bad bitch phase. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's over. You're like, girl. You're like, no, not yet. (laughs) It's done. (laughs) Pack it up. Exactly. And then I actually ended up getting fired from yes, that salon. Yes, I do remember that. Because they found out I was going to be moving to a nails-only salon. Because mm-hmm. the salon where we met was like a full service. They yeah. did hair, nails, massage, facials, mm-hmm. everything. So I wanted to go into a nails-only salon. Yeah. And then we were separated for a year. I know. And then I I think you messaged me first, right? Because I was at the studios and then right. you were shopping around looking for a studio. Right. Because I was like, who can I trust that is not going to get this word out? And then I remembered yeah. you went to your studio and I was like, hey, girl, hey. Yeah. And there was definitely <laughs> drama with my exit. So I would never speak of somebody else exiting a salon. So I had messaged you and I was... because. There was only like two studio spaces that I personally knew of. So that's when I saw the space that you were in and I signed my lease. Yes. (laughs) And then that's how we reconnected. Yes. And then now here we are. Well, we were talking all about, we loved the studio for how long, right? Each of us did, truthfully. And then I feel like we both felt the same way that like, we kind of missed, like, we were going over to each other's suites so All much the time. because we kind of missed, like, that dynamic. Right. So after a while, I think we both were agreeing that, like, we didn't miss, I mean, 
as much as I loved a lot of the people that were at the salon that we oh, both yeah. were at, um, there was a lot of that dynamic that I did not miss. Oh, so yeah. we were in agreement on that, but we missed like the positive aspects of it. Yes. Um, you know, even as simple as like decorating for each other's birthdays, yeah. like coming in and having somebody to talk to and vent to. Oh, 100%. That a studio setting is a bad thing. No. But it almost does get a little lonely. It gets at a times. little lonely. You're, it's, well, you had your assistant. Yes. And you always had multiple clients in right. your space. Mm-hmm. And for me, obviously, I do nails. I can't have somebody getting a manicure while I'm doing right. it. I mean, no. I love it. But yeah. But it was always just me and one other client, which, again, like you were saying, I didn't not like, but I missed the social. Yeah. And so I remember <laughs> when you were like, me and Julian found a space. I was like... Have you ever thought about having a nail tech there? Because, hello. I know, and it worked out perfect. Yep, I always joke that I'm the nail tech you never knew you wanted in your space. And then we decided to sprinkle in a little more fun. Oh, yes. And we are neighbors now, too. Yes. Because then you were house hunting, and you were telling me, oh, we're going to go look at different houses this weekend, this and that. And I was like, oh, the one right next door to me is for sale. And, and I was like, uh, that's my favorite one. Yes. That's the one I want. I know. And then there you go. We're neighbors. We are inseparable. Yes. And then we decided to go down to one car for a minute in the Montoya household. So we became <laughs> carpool buddies. Yes, like, we did. Like to say that we are connected at the hip. Right. God <laughs> bless our understand. husbands. I know. For real. I know. <laughs> But I feel like, and it's so funny because even earlier today, we were talking with somebody that might potentially be joining us at the studio, um, you know, depending on what she decides for her career moving forward. And I was talking specifically with her about how motivating it is to be around other people who are motivated. Oh, yes. And so when I was saying it, it's not that it has to be like-minded motivation because in a lot of ways we're very similar, but in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways we're very different. Like, I mean, number one thing is you're really organized and, um, I'm very type A. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I am a calamity. So, (laughs) but that motivation of seeing somebody else hungry, it's not jealousy, right? No, you're like, not at oh my all. God, that's so awesome. But then it motivates you to do more for yourself because you're like, right. well, they're pushing through. They're, you know, chasing after whatever they want to get done. Like, 100%. what am I sitting back and not doing it for? A hundred percent. Because when, I mean, I'm sure again, we'll get into this, but having come from both of us, like, sort of negative work environments. Yeah. Like, when you're surrounded by positive people, it's like, I I want more. Like, I think I had more opportunities presented to me when I was out on my own because my mindset just shifted. Yeah. From, you weren't just showing up right. and, like, punching and I was, a time clock in a way. Well, and it was almost like, I just want to leave so I can go home and get the fuck out of here. And be in your safe place. Right. And then when I was on my own, it was almost like now I have another safe place because I'm motivated to work. Like, I own this. This is mine. And yeah, how do I 
one-up myself. Yeah, like, I think even when everybody is like, oh, are you coming to work tomorrow? We all do that to each other. Like, it's yeah. not out of not <laughs> wanting that person there. It's actually kind of the opposite. Like, right. we all enjoy being around each other yes. and talking and laughing. And so that's, like, a big thing that I think really pushes you to want more in a way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially when you have, like, awesome co- co-workers. Like, we just went to Bella's wedding. Mm-hmm. This weekend. And... <laughs> should I? Should we talk about how different we are? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> to give a true sense. <laughs> Why <of> not? <laughs> the type A that is me <laughs> and the calamity that is you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Demi looked beautiful at this wedding. So did you, Melissa. <laughs> Thank you. But the dress was a little, you know, it wasn't like super, super, well, it was low cut. Yeah. It was low cut. Yeah. It was a little, it was a little swinging. It was like, you know, a draped halter. (laughs) I didn't think too hard about it before I left. I do love a non-bra moment, but I'm starting to learn that as you age, (laughs) your titties don't love a non-bra moment the same way as they did when you were 21. Well, and let's also explain that you were offered double-sided tape. I was. And turned it down. Right. So while we were getting ready to head out the door, Rochelle, um, who works with me, my assistant, was like, why don't you have double stick tape on? I was like, she's like, didn't I, you know, give you some? I was like, well, yeah, you did. But I think I'm fine because there's like so much fabric going on up here that it should be fine. Spoiler alert. It was not fine. (laughs) After many drinks during said reception, I look over at Demi, and here she is, full titty, hanging out. Let me just preface it with saying I did have a nipple cover on, though. She did. That everyone saw. And I just look over at her, and I'm like, Demi, fix your dress. And I look down, and I was having a full conversation with the whole movie, just... They're chilling. And that explains our relationship perfectly because yes. if it was opposite and your boobie was hanging out, which it wouldn't because, I don't know, you dressed I'm properly. I'm very type A. Um, I know for a fact I wouldn't have been as proper. I would have been like, home girl, you need to tuck it in. I probably would have reached over and just tucked it in for you. But you so eloquently said, Demi, just fix your dress real quick. Well, there was other people around. I couldn't like point at it and be like, Demi, tit out. (laughs) So that was how Vladimir's studio concluded Bella's wedding. So classy. You can't take us anywhere. The classiest. So, and then we came up with this idea of our podcast kind of in a similar way. Like, we would just, during our hair or nail sessions, we would just sit and, like, vent to each other. Yeah. Whatever it was about, our husbands, our Mm -hmm. clients, awesome clients, horrible clients, whatever we were going through. and then It was like a therapeutic. And it became... At the end of every appointment, we were in tears laughing so yeah. hard, and we're like, on this week's episode of our shit show podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when we headed into 2022, we were like, let's do it. Let's make it a reality. Yeah. And then so, Julian was like, no, you guys should do it. Yeah. <laughs> 
and talk about we're circling back to the uncomfortable, right? <laughs> right. But now you're going to get a little snippet of what it's like when you sit with me and Melissa, when Melissa's getting her hair <laughs> colored or when I'm getting my nails done. I mean, sometimes it's not even safe for Julian to be here during no. our nail appointments because, like, I, we're trying to talk shit about you. I know. You can't be in the room. Exactly. Just kidding. We never talk shit about our husbands. Never. Ever. Wink, wink. Yeah, for <laughs> real. So I guess, you know, the goals that we want with this podcast are just, you know, talking about everything. Yeah, That's I think kind of storytelling in a way, you know, but so like storytelling for me it makes it more relatable. Like when yeah. you're talking about a teachable moment or you're talking about a topic that we want to learn about, right? Like that's all fine and good. But like anytime I do like my furthering education, I find like a classroom setting sometimes to get a little boring to me. Right. And that's just my personality. But when you give me like something like, you know, to relate back to and it be mm-hmm. a story, then it it resonates with me more. So right. What we want to do is we want to start to share some stories, but we don't want them to all be ours. Like we want anonymous, you know, stories sent in of different client situations, different salon situations, um, questions. Like if yeah. there's anything that you and I have learned from the time that we've gone through finding our independence in the industry is there's a lot to learn. There is. And, and I, I think a lot of podcasts are very you know, focused on the super businessy side, which yeah. I, I find helpful. Like I'm not knocking them because mm-hmm. I think that it's very pertinent information, but they forget that, wow, you know, pertinent. That was a teacher word. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you can take her out of the education field, but you're never going to fully get rid of her. <laughs> Is that what you're saying about my party days? Is that <laughs> what my movie coming out was? Yes. That's you what can I take want. the girl out of the party days, but she'll always be right around the corner without a bra and trying to keep up with the way she used to be. <laughs> that's right. Da 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 da. There it is. Oh, God. Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) So, like, I think that it's good to have conversations about those, you know, topics because you don't want somebody to just preach at you. Like, you should be doing this, 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 and that. But it's, like, to get different people's perspectives is Mm -hmm. so helpful. Right. And we're two different perspectives completely. Completely. So what our goal, like we were saying before, is is we want to story tell. So... If you do have a story and you want to send it in for us to talk about, we can have that be the kickoff to our episode for the topic of the day. So you can either DM Melissa on her Instagram or mine um, on my Instagram. Melissa's is Nails by MLH. Mine is Demi Miller Montoya. And we'll put all of that information in the show notes. Yes. And most importantly, you could for sure DM our Instagram for the Beauty Beast podcast. Yes, which will also be linked down there along yes. with the email. And we'll make sure all names remain anonymous um, and there will be no name slips. 
like my boob slip, I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> We're probably still going to be talking about that four episodes from now. Well, like I said, I like to tell stories and I like to talk and I find it to be therapeutic. So I'm just trying to live down being the shameful booby, you know, out girl at the wedding by talking about it. I feel like if you talk about it, you can't have somebody slam you for it i think that we need to have like a counter this week in the salon for how many times you tell that story yeah we're gonna get through it it's gonna be okay (laughs) right now i'm still turning a little red at the thought of it (laughs) hopefully by next tuesday it'll be you know just a thing in the past kind of like that night it was just a thing my boob there all right so let's do it Let's do it. All right. Welcome to the Beauty Beast Podcast.